So I'm outside of my apartment. And by the way, none of my show is pre-recorded, pre-scripted. Every now and then, if I think of something throughout the day and it's a good point, I'll jot it down. But sometimes, most of the time, it's not even a good point. And I read it later. I'm like, why the fuck did I even write that? So that being said, I just moved. Still getting all that together. Throwing things around. It looks like a tornado ran, zipped right through the living room because everything's in boxes. But, um, yeah, I had to move out of my old place. I live primarily with my friends, and they got married. So, good for them. I couldn't go to the wedding because I was sick. But, good for me, because I don't have to, I didn't have to buy a gift for him, which, now I have an excuse. I'm terrible whenever it comes to gifts. I mean, if I really know somebody, I know what to get. But, see, my thing is, I go through the lens of what I would like. And it's hard to separate that whenever I'm picking out something to buy someone. I love holidays. But gift-giving, for me, besides the gift of my presents, is completely unreliable. So it's either huge hit or mega miss. Now, I know I said that I'm going to do a sports podcast. It's not going to be today, but it's going to be... Whenever a big game happens, I'll probably do a live stream. And I can't wait for every other dude to come on and tell me that I don't know sports or how I'm wrong. And this quarterback isn't that good because he... His degree is off whenever he's throwing and his arm... Look... I watch because I like to watch. I'm a fan. You know, I, I'm not one of you people that can list every single champion um, from the beginning of Dawn and all that. But I do know quite a bit. And it's an energetic community. So what else is there not to like? Now, I'm starting to get into more into the podcasting game. I have... This is my kind of like my backup burner podcast that I can I can just come in and freelance, say whatever I want, then cut it out. But this audio is going to sound really choppy, by the way. And my mind's all choppy right now. I can't even... It's like fluttering in a million different directions, which that's kind of the best time to talk because you get some real gold mine of stuff just flowing out. The ideas are pouring everywhere, but man, just wanted to share that I moved. And the apartment is really nice. I'm obviously not going to say where. Don't want to deal with, like, I just want to deal with people knowing where I live. I mean, I'm, I'm sure today's technology, you can find out anything. You could probably find out how many eyelashes I got. But with this whole surveillance, okay, I'm going to try it one more time and maybe get it right this time. With this whole surveillance, Orwellian state, there we go. It finally came out right. But speaking of Orwell, all right, everybody, 
I kind of ranted about it enough on the last episode, but let me bring it once more with this whole COVID nonsense. I don't think I pounded in enough just how crazy it is. Like now we, they got us talking about this whole new normal slogan, this whole shtick where it's like, oh yeah, just get, get, get used to wearing 10 masks. Just take the booster shot. And there's another variant. Just take another booster shot for that. I mean, how long? If you don't see this gaze, I mean, if you're looking at this stuff, following, playing follow the leader, everything that the CDC says is now like the Ten Commandments for people. Now, I get wanting to be safe, okay? But come on, this obviously isn't about safety at this point. I mean, if you don't see the political plays being copped out behind the scenes, I don't know. I don't... At this point, they don't even care. They're talking about going door to door. And the the, uh, low IQ... Low IQ gallery over here cheering them on. Yeah, that's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? Rock on, government. I mean, now I know. You know, I actually saw this interesting fact the other day. Might not be interesting to some of you guys. I'm sure you guys are so well-versed that you probably know it before I did. That the average empire lasts, what is it, like 240 years? Something along those lines. I'm probably off by a good few decades, but the point is, America's like right at the crisp of the average empire slash span. So here we are, the fools celebrating the little, I mean, we are, we, not like we didn't have much to begin with. But now, after all this, it shows just how truly unfree we were. And even that, the little crumbs of freedom that we thought that we had is now just turned completely to dust. So even that was unsatisfying to the ruling class. And I don't even know, how should I say this without um, getting assassinated by some agency? Speaking of agencies, I saw that Joe Biden, now this got no news attention. And it's kind of obvious why that Joe Biden, do you, do you guys see that Joe Biden declassified? Was it was it the JFK stuff? Yeah, I'm, Biden's so demented that I don't even know if he knows who JFK was anymore. If he, he knows what JFK did, they probably just asked him if he wanted if he wanted to go on vacation or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He thought he was signing something completely different.
guy is out of his ever-loving mind. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm feeling sad for him. Not sad enough to think that he should continue to be president, but sad enough to where I look around and I say, somebody's got to do something. I mean, we're all on the same page about that, right? Like, I'm not talking about a coup or anything. Well, actually, I am exactly talking about a coup, a coup and everything. But, I mean, come on now. Come on, man. I, I can't even fathom how we got to this point where we have a president who, every time he walks into the room, he looks like he doesn't know how he got there. This man, we, we all see it. We all turn on our TVs and think to ourselves that this could be it. Every speech could be the last speech. He could fall over at that podium in the mid-sentence and nobody would be surprised. And at this point, I, I hate to be the one to say it, but I will look. I'd feel more comfortable with Kathleen Kamala Harris. That, that's probably the goal the entire time. You know they're thinking, you, you guys want to talk about playing chess? You know they're, they got like 15 different backup chess boards and they're trying to mastermind every single one of them. They thought about all this and they, they want people, they know Kamala couldn't get anywhere close to being elected on her own. They probably couldn't even cheat enough for her to make it look realistic for the primaries. But, so she, she will be president, she knows that. And at least we'll be a little bit less of a laughing stock. I mean, it's like somebody that's, who would you choose? Somebody that's completely evil and incompetent. Well, they're all evil. But make no mistake about that. Every single one of them up there has some evil specs in them to various degrees. It's, at this point, it's like, it's playing Russian roulette, but there's a bullet in every single chamber. That's what this politics is. Now, Pete Buttigieg, I finally figured out how to say that guy's name, and it's been about a year. That's how irrelevant he is to my life, where I didn't even bother to look it up, and it, took like, it would take like 10 seconds. That's how much I can't stand Pete Buttigieg. Now... And one thing I despise more than anything, now that I'm in rant mode, when people say, this, this politician has insane policies, everything that's ever came out of their mouth is wrong and completely invalid, but they seem like a nice person, don't they? You could get a beer with them. Do we, that's, how, that's what we're basing our votes on. And this is why... We're in this mess. But, well, part of the reason why I can't, 
can't blame the voters. Because we would get steamrolled one way or another, no matter what. People, idiots that vote, the way that they vote for the reasons that they vote, just make it easier. I mean, you're just easing up the job for them a little bit, but eventually they would have pulled the lever no matter what. And people complying just makes them look a little bit better. Now, God, people to judge is such a phony little weasel. I can, I feel it with every tinge in my bones. How fluff this guy is. Pete Buttigieg, if and his husband, I almost had wife, completely, completely out of the blue, by mistake. Nothing wrong. I don't, I don't care that he's gay. I care that he's a complete waste bag who needs to get the wind knocked out of him. And this guy, every time he opens his mouth, this corporate shill has another stupid pipe bag, mouth breathing statement that just makes me want to lose. I don't even believe in election fraud. Not in the sense that obviously want to go by the proper procedures of voting and all that. But I I would fraudulently vote and cast 30 million fake ballots if Pete Buttigieg was an option just so that he wouldn't win. And I would gladly go to jail and be smiling from handcuff to behind bars, that entire walk will be the biggest grin on my face that you've ever seen. That's how much I cannot stand this guy. Now, here's some pros, which he is one, speaking of pros. This guy is a master at saying nothing. I mean, he will, he's a perfect salesman because he would talk your ear off for two hours and you would have felt like you learned everything somebody could have learned. And then you think about it later and you're like, he didn't really say anything at all. In fact, I probably even know less now. Because that two hours I could have been spent doing something else and listening to somebody like Michael Bloomberg, who at least, at least you can laugh. At least you can laugh at him. Pete Buttigieg is just so smug. And the smugness just radiates. And if you think that I'm exaggerating, go watch anything he's ever done, any interview he's ever been in. You can just tell that this guy thinks so highly of himself and everybody else is beneath him. I'm not gonna, I'm surprised he even sits in chairs. That's how much he thinks everything. He thinks that he's like a god in the clouds. That's what Pete Buttigieg feels about himself. 
So we have that narcissist in our cabinet. And I notice I never really hear anything about anything he does. Because he doesn't do anything. Right? Okay, everything, every time he makes the news, he's making some comment about he feels everybody hates on him because he's gay, which most of America doesn't even know who you are, dude. All right, nobody hating on you. And then he brings up Mike Pence as if Mike Pence said anything. As if Mike Pence probably doesn't even know who that guy is either. There are a million reasons to hate on Pete Buttigieg. And him being gay, for me, isn't even on the list. And for even, I feel like even people that are homophobic don't even hate Pete Buttigieg because he's gay. That's how many reasons there is to dislike him. And every day he keeps on adding to it. And every day I get more and more trans, he gets more and more transparent. Like he sticks his claws into everything. And it's just a mess. So an episode or a few ago, we talked about 2024. Now I want to address Chrissy Noah. And it's taking me like 17 minutes to get to this point. So if you're still here, we're finally at, we're finally at the main goal of this thing. Or at least what I just decided that the goal was going to be. I'm saying right now, this very moment, mark it down. Bookmark that shit, whatever you need to do. Chrissy Noam is a fold. She's going to flop. You already see... It's freaking in a little bit. And so for me, I started to know there was something she, it was, it was about the transgender sports thing. And her reasoning behind it made sense. But I noticed that we want to talk about bending a knee and how the athletes bending the knee was so bad. Conservatives bend a knee every single day, every single second. So that was her first, I consider that one not like a half strike because maybe she didn't know any better. Maybe nobody was there to tell her. All right, now the vaccine. The vaccine counts as two strikes for me. So she's on her second and a half strike. Meanwhile, DeSantis has never struck out. And if it has, I have had yet to hear about it. So if Ron DeSantis has ever folded, somebody let me know, because that would be news to me. Right now, he's the front runner. Um... And, of course, we all know this whole bias thing we, where Florida is like some supposed death trap for COVID and every other state is doing exceptionally well except Florida because Ron DeSantis is evil. He's the, the worst governor in America. Would be ashamed if somebody were to point out Andrew Cuomo and how he maliciously put people in nursing homes. And by the way, Como resigning is not good enough. This story is not over. 
So don't let them act like it's meant to disappear. No, we need to keep pushing this and hold him accountable. And resigning isn't taking responsibility. That, that motherfucker waited two weeks. That was like a final fuck you to... And keep in mind this serial killer... You know, I, I don't know about the, the sexual assault stuff. So I'm not going to speak on that, but I will speak on. I mean, that alone is enough. And if that other stuff is true, which who would really be surprised by it? If that other stuff is true, that's even more. I mean, we, we got everything we need. Why isn't he in jail? And the New York AG's office is busy worrying about the NRA. And we have come over here with a kill count of like hundreds of people. Now, speaking on the NRA, all right, I'm kind of a mixed mind on them. I don't really give money to a lot of places, not that I have a lot of money to sling around anyways, because um, I'm, not, I'm not dropping like stacks and stacks into this politics stuff. I invest my time. Now, I don't know about the NRA. Some people are telling me that they're the good guys. Some people are saying that it's just a scheme, I don't know. I'm always leaning towards things being suspect until proven otherwise. Sorry, that's that's how my natures came out to be. This politics stuff is it's a breed of people that are in it for themselves, let's be honest. A lot of them and I don't even I don't care what party you are, a lot of these people aren't in it genuinely for America. So uh, you can vote however however you want to vote, but keep in mind that over and over and over again that the these people that are elected have proven themselves to be the less the least principled people on the planet Earth walking around. Now Speaking of voting, voting how you want to vote, I, I don't know how I feel about third parties. Sometimes it helps us out. Other times it screws us over, hit and miss. I don't know what the ratio is, if it's better or worse off in the end. But people blaming the Libertarian Party and the Green Party and the Constitution Party and the Patriot Party. And there's one other one. I'm surprised that there's not 15 billion socialist parties popping up like whack-a-mole every other week with how many commies are running this country. But look, I feel like blaming third parties is kind of a brainless take. Like, there are so many things wrong with the system. 
having more options isn't one of them. If somebody can come to me with a valid argument, and by valid I mean not just because you feel that way and you felt that way because you've heard talking points on it, I mean like a well thought out explanation of why third parties are harmful, I'm all ears. And I'm 100% paying attention to whatever you have to say. But if you're just like, oh, I, they, the libertarian cost the Republican seat. And that Republican was a shitty corporatist that if we lived in the same world, wouldn't even think about running. But because we're in this corrupt bureaucratic system, we get stuck with corrupt bureaucratic people. You lost me on that. Now, libertarianism as an ideology, yeah, it's pretty screwed. But, no, so here are some arguments. And some people say, oh, don't vote libertarian because they support open borders or they support whatever nonsense, fairy tale utopia they're pulling up with. You know a lot of Republicans support open borders? They just don't call it that. I mean, what else What else? when you have open amnesty? Republicans proudly putting up their trophy of fake tolerance and real disaster. What else, what else would you call that? Sounds like open borders to me. It's, and with this whole Afghanistan thing, speaking of relaying it back to Chrissy Noam, South Dakota and Wyoming, I've read are the only two states not accepting Afghan refugees, so props to her for that. Which, why I'm not completely out on her, she can redeem, if she keeps on doing things like that, she will redeem herself, but so far, I'm... I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on her. I think she's squishy, but that's beyond the pale now. So I uh, yeah, libertarianism. There was one year, I think it was 2016, where third parties were they were gaining some serious traction and I guess that's why it's been silent shut out on third parties since because people we're hearing what these alternative voices have to say. And maybe maybe some of their ideas are wacky. But at the end of the day, they're a lot less influence and susceptible to these big corporate donors that the two major parties get. So for that alone, piqued my interest. And... Some of the things that those cockadoodles said made sense. Now, I gave them a strong lesson, and I think, what's her name? I don't really really remember, but it'll, it'll come to me later. I, this was whenever I, I was way, way, way less in the politics. And I was... I was a lot more into music. 
the lady who ran for president under the Green Party. I think her name was Jill Stein. Now, she came out there. Her and Marianne Williamson are a lot alike. With their little earthy tone and their uh, homely, not homely, but yeah, I'll say homely. Their homely style and appearance. And no, I'm, I'm not hating, all right? And I'm not going to backtrack. They are homely. That's the appeal. They look like a soccer mom that I can have a conversation with, except they're running for president. And there's, there's some power to that. And don't act like these people don't do it on purpose. They project, or they're paid to project, or their consultants are paid to pay other people how to project whatever, whatever they want. I mean, they're, they're, they're con artists, they're actors, and they're all playing a part. So Kamala Harris projects, well, she really projects bitchiness, but some sort of strength. She has the pantsuits on. Hillary Clinton, same thing. I don't know if that works for women as well as men. I'm just going to be completely honest. Now, if that's how her personality is naturally, which it seems with Hillary to be, she seems very robotic, impersonable, stone cold, stone just... Maybe she wasn't always like that. I feel as if anybody could turn that way with so many years of politics. I mean, you've been stabbed in the back so many times. There's only so much flesh left. So I, maybe in her college days and younger years, she was the spark and, you know, the sweet little buttercup. But I don't know. But I feel as if she might have always been this, I want to say a word that I can't say because I'll get demonetized, but it begins with a C and into the T. Go Google it if you don't know. And I'm not just saying that because she's a Democrat. She used to be a Republican, which she pretty much still is. I mean, well, she's anything for the right amount of votes, let's, let's be clear. But, yeah, it's, a, it's nothing to toy with. And I, I used to want to, not want to run, but I would've. Not anymore. I feel like working behind the scenes and doing things behind the scenes is the way to get at it just because I don't like my personal life being thrust out there and I feel like this whatever level I'm at which isn't high is good pinpoint where I should be until further notice like if I if there's some sort of and 
I have a lot of time to think about it. You know, I'm, I haven't been on the earth long, but I've been on this earth long enough to know that what's for me and what's not for me. I know that politics is for me, but I don't know if running for office is. That's my stance on that. Could change. And it's not like I'm even eligible to run for president or anything huge like that anyways. I don't even think I could do House of Representatives right now. So I get a little bit older. But the Senate, I think it's also a little bit older, like 27 or whatever. But I think I'm making the best difference by using my strength, which is this right here. Doing social media, reaching minorities, young people, and using my loud mouth to have the right people who happen to be at this same point traveling space in the universe. Now I'm getting worried. Okay, I've listened to too much of that Green Party shit. But, yeah, so this is my first full episode in a while. I want to say, like, a year or so. But I'm not too plugged into this thing. I might. It could go one way or the other. Don't know what direction it's going to go in. I could leave this alone and then come back 10 years from now and that that'll be the next episode or I could have another episode five minutes from now but me you never know so I'm out you guys have a great day and if you made it here hope it was worth it bye